we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back, finally, to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. Our ladies had taken a little break, and so did we, but we are back to talk our Real Housewives of New York. But before we get into that, Armin has um, some news about what we've been working on while we've been on our little hiatus. Armin, if you can let the people know what's been up. Well, Eddie, first of all, I've missed podcasting with you. I've, as I've missed it with you. It's become a part of my routine, and I definitely felt like something was missing over the last month. Oh, 100%. It's like, it's uh, it's just good to be back. Great to be back. Uh, what we've been working on and what we have decided to do going forward uh, with our Patreon, um, which is our exclusive feed, uh, is that going forward, we want to, on a monthly basis, donate to an organization 20% of what we make on the Patreon. We thought, since we consider ourselves a part of a broader community, that is the Bravo community, right? And we have subscribers on Patreon, and we thought, let us act like a community. Let us do something as a collective. And going forward, we want to use a bit of our platform, which is small, but still mighty. So yeah, small but mighty. That's how Ryan Alkire put it on the Holly Shook podcast. So I'm stealing that from him. Um, he's like, well, we're we a small but mighty platform. <laughs> so I'm stealing that from one of our uh, sister podcasts. Um, we thought, let's not only do that. Let us act as a collective in terms of the decision making too. So if you are a subscriber on our Patreon, then you will be a part of that decision making. And we're not going to act like dictators. We are going to put up to a vote every month where that 20% would go, which organization. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, and so fi- for $5 a month, you know, you, got, you get access, obviously, to all the exclusive podcasts. And we've got some cool new stuff coming to Patreon. Um, actually, we'll be recording a fun new segment today that will be up on there exclusively, and that's going to be called The Hot and Bravo Hot Seat. I'm excited for this one. Deep dive. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. We're going to deep dive in, deep dive into hot topics um, that we'll put exclusively on our Patreon. And our first hot topic this time is, drumroll please, da-da-da-da-da, Stassi Schroeder. Um, as you know, things have been happening over quarantine, left and right for this, for this woman. So um, we want to talk about all of that and more and do a deep dive into that. So if you guys... You know, want to listen to our our opinions on that's my opinion. Um, I was inserting my own like sound effect there. If you couldn't tell, <laughs> um, if you want to get our opinions on that whole situation, make sure you guys sign up for the Patreon, and it's really fun, and we'll have more cool stuff like that. Um, but we know what you guys are here for, and that is New York City, baby. <laughs> um. I have to say first and foremost that I love that with um it's been it's it was weird having this this hiatus in this time because I had relied so much on Bravo and these weekly new episodes to like kind of get me through and get me over like the hump 
of everything. <laughs> and um, so when I didn't have it, you know, there was something missing. I definitely, my anxiety went up these weeks without um, housewives. I, I was a little bit more lost. But now I found, you know, the guiding light in my journey again. And that is the ladies of New York. So it's such um, a fun distraction. You're so right. We don't appreciate it as much when it's just rolling through 12 months a year. But it's right? a really fun distraction. Um, I loved the refresh with the uh, taglines. Uh, people were trying to say it was like for a bunch of different reasons that they changed the taglines. But Leah was like, literally, they just put new taglines in because we had a hiatus and we're coming back. And they needed to remove Tinsley as well. Um, so they had to kind of redo the intro anyways. But I, I like this. I, I think they should do this more often where we have two taglines. Because um, there's so many I'm sure we don't get to hear. And this is such a fun part of it. You know what I mean? Did people think there was a deeper reason? People were like, oh, was something not PC that was said? Or is there, you know, uh. do you guys need to change it up for like X, Y, Z? And it was like, if that's you, everyone's trying to look too deep into it, Leah said. It's just because they're coming back from a hiatus and they needed to change it for Tinsley. Um, so do you want to go through them? I have them right here in front of me. Go through I will read. Should I read them? Read I, them? I didn't send them to you, so I'm just going to read them myself. Is that okay? Steal the spotlight, Eddie. I always do. <laughs> okay. Um, so from Dorinda Medley, we have, like a mint in my mouth, I can be a bit fresh, which... Excellent. Dorinda, perfect. Like, perfect. I love this, that they're, these two are kind of both themed about candy, because Sonia Morgan's is, I'm no one's arm candy. I'm the whole bowl of sugar, which... I'm stealing that um, for all my dating websites and my gravestone. <laughs> um, I want that on my grave when I die. Um, Ramona Singer says, so what if I'm self-involved? Who else should I be involved with? It's so Ramona. And it's so good. Yeah. I'm less, I'm less hype on that one than uh, I am on Dorinda and Sonia's tagline, to be honest. The only reason I feel like I have a little bit of aversion to it is because it's it's accepting her narcissism so much, which I'm not used to from Ramona. Like, I'm used to Ramona being like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. That's not who I am. And in <laughs> yeah, this moment, we're like, oh, oh, wait, Ramona's like kind of taking control of this part of herself, which I'm kind of into. I always love a good villain. Um, Leah McSweeney, uh, new tagline is, I'll say sorry for what I've done, but never for who I am. Mm, yeah. Nah. I liked her last one better. Her last one was way better. And now knowing who she is and her personality, this seems lackluster. Oh, yeah. It's um, very basic. Super basic. Um, Luann Delisep, we have. <laughs> I rise above the drama and won't settle for the lower level. And I have to agree with someone on Twitter who said, stop trying to make the lower level happen. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to be uncool, um, <sighs> which Luann did make happen. Ironically, Lou makes things happen. Not this. Yeah. No, not this. this not the not lower happening. level. No, it does not happen. It's just no. very out of touch for the rest of America. <sighs> and, th um, and this is the person who brought us uh, money can't buy you class. I mean, yeah, she a uh, true legend. Yeah, in her own right. You know how I feel. Um, but those are the new taglines. Uh, let us know which one you guys think is your favorite. I have to say, I think mine is Sony Morgan, because that one is just, I feel like I could use that in my everyday life. Least favorite, probably Leah's. 
Yeah. At least Lou is trying. Mm-hmm. It, she fails for sure, but she's going for something. Yeah. Uh, Leah's. It's better to shoot for the moon and land yeah. on the stars than not shoot at all. I said that wrong. Um, I do want to talk about this episode because this episode was delicioso to the max. Yes. Uh, it begins with them discussing Halloween. And if you know me, you know Halloween is probably my favorite holiday. I love dressing up. I love the creativeness of it. Uh, I'm a person who will never buy an outfit. I always make my own. I'm that kind of person. Uh, but the ladies are getting ready for a Halloween party. Uh, Luann is going to be a saint this year and not perform for Halloween. She's just going to host a party for all of her friends to enjoy because, you know, she wants to give them a breath um, from her illustrious career. Which I had to laugh at. I had to be like, really, Luann, you're going to step down from performing this year just so that your friends can have a good time. I can't believe Lou would deprive her friends of her brilliance. Seems like she's actually not doing right by her friends, but okay. Um, Right? It's, it's, I mean, she sh- if she has this talent, she should share it with the world at every moment she can get. That's what I believe. Okay. So we have... A couple things going on with the ladies as they're getting ready for this um, Halloween party. First, we get a deeper dive into the relationship between Leah and Rob, which I kind of loved. They go out to this um, Chinese restaurant and they're like um, ordering and Leah kind of goes like, I want something with no carbs. And Rob's like, order like a normal person, which I (laughs) loved that moment because that was so like so real of them and it shows like how leah's like kind of trying to play the part of this like housewife but then he's like come on this isn't you and she's like Just whatever yeah the 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 lo mein the steamed dumplings pork like she like goes through the list and it's like okay it's cool how he keeps her grounded because i could see leah getting caught up in this whole world and it, it's cute it's fun i love that I'm just, they make me blush. I'm blushing. From like no carbs to possibly the most carb heavy order. Right? You love Vegetable it? Vegetable lo mein. Let's talk though first about um, Sonia and Elise and their conversation about Ramona, which I thought was a very real conversation. They both are upset with Ramona kind of for the same reason. Um, she is takes a lot from the relationship and doesn't really give a lot. It's kind of, as Elise said, Ramonaville is a land with one way streets. Yep. Um, That's how it's always been. I mean, yeah. I mean, that is Ramona. That's Ramona singer. That's who she is. Um, I, I thought it was interesting how I, it killed me. Um, The scene where they showed Sonia and Ramona talking about century 21 and she was like, she was like, oh yeah, I know this guy there. He's a firewall. He's probably not alive anymore there. And I like, I know the family and like all this stuff. It reminded me of the SNL sketch where it was like Penelope, where she's like, well, um, I actually was the first man on the moon, and I actually built the rocket to the moon, and uh, I just want to let you know that I own the moon. So like, it's like that girl who always shows like one up you. Right. No, I Literally fucking I yelped like. when Ramona said that because she follows up. By saying, like, but I know the family really well. You can't know the family really well if you're not sure if the guy is dead or not. Exactly, right? That is bat shit. But that's Ramona. I mean, she's friends with everyone. She has 80 close friends. We're going to get into all that. Um, But she has zero self-awareness about the fact that, oh, all 80 of those close friends of yours do not consider you a close friend, Ramona. Yeah. I am sorry. And that family who you think you know really well... 
they don't think they know you very well and they don't think you know them very well because you you're not even sure if this buyer who you're supposedly close with or whatever is, is alive, alive or not are you kidding me ramona is so narcissistic it's wild um, narcissistic as she will call it in the preview for next episode yes, exactly. you're so she, narcissistic she is narcissistic and i always feel like people like ramona who are um so self-involved project a lot and mm-hmm. this makes me think about Ramona in season nine or 10 when she's like screaming at Bethany over the phone, that iconic scene where she's walking her dog and she's like at the, <laughs> the corner. You don't support other women. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there was that cinematic shot of like her on the corner and it's like panning and she's like, Bethany, you do not support other women. It's Ramona <laughs> who doesn't support other women. Exactly. Exactly. But she's she projecting. She's herself. always doing that. So. Yeah, it's fun to see Ramona get her comeuppance, but this is also the, the thousandth time she is getting her comeuppance. And in the end, the apologizer always wins because she just always. apologizes her way into gaining forgiveness, just like season nine. Season nine really felt like the season Ramona was going to get bully canceled. And, and she didn't. What happened? Tequila bawling in the pool like i don't want to be a bad person am i a bad person and bethany of course feels bad as she does always with ramona despite all the things ramona ever did to bethany brooklyn i was actually watching that episode where ramona invites herself to mexico i was like oh wow 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 this is so much more awkward than i remembered it to be 80 close fucking friends and you're having to invite yourself to things Oh God! Yeah, um, classic. It's embarrassing. Um, but uh, let us talk about. Um, uh, How about Hannah and Dorinda? Said. Yes, I. The Hannah and Dorinda thing made me teary eyed. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. I almost started crying. I think Hannah is the perfect daughter for Dorinda. She is so level-headed and such a rock for this woman. And I loved how she expressed how she feels about her mom in such a genuine way. And it's not like, oh, I just love you. It's like, I am so inspired by you. And here's the reasons why. Um, I feel like um, Dorinda really needs that right now because I feel like Dorinda's spiraling without John. We've seen it. She's lashing out on Tinsley. She's drinking heavily again, it seems like, a little bit more. And it's just everything is kind of bubbling up for her. And I feel like Hannah having this moment with her mother um, was kind of a release. You saw, you saw this weight kind of get lifted from Dorinda just, just in her expression. It's like, as she was saying those words and we saw her, she just felt lighter. Um, Time will tell, but I think she has been in a better place since she broke up with John. I think most of that spiraling was happening at the end of her relationship with John. Okay. Most likely when she was grappling with whether or not she was going to break the up decision. with him. Yeah. But even at the at the dinner party, um, she was pretty cool. I mean, yeah. She gave that speech, we'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> As but, a woman in power. <laughs> I love it. But she was actually pretty sober. Yeah, she was. So I think time will tell ultimately. And we've only had a couple episodes of Dorinda post-John, right? Like maybe yes. two or three. Um, yes. However, I suspect actually letting John go, moving forward, being an independent person for the first time in a very 
fucking long time. As she said, like, I'm finally just Dorinda. Like, no other attachments. I'm just yeah. being Dorinda. And she was talking about how Hannah's proud of her for that. I think that will serve her well. Yes. But we'll see. You never know. We will right? see. I mean, in Roni, things like twist 180, uh, you know, at the drop of a hat. Um, but I do want to quickly say, we've talked about this before, but Hannah bats a thousand in her scenes. Like, she has oh, never had a bad scene. Never. I was actually just also watching the episode where they ha- they go to the memorial for um, Richard. We talk about that scene all the time. That's a oh, great Hannah scene. My goodness. Hannah just blows it out of the park. She she gets it. I, and I, th- I love that she's, like, out of the spotlight. But when she's in this, but when she gets put into it, she knows how to use it the right way and then just steps back out. I'm like, girl, mm. She's had like nine scenes ever, but they're all perfect scenes. They're all perfect scenes. Yeah. Shout out to Hannah. Her and her mom seem like they have the best relationship too. Like they mm-hmm. seem, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's they so have beautiful. their little bits. Like they're at, they're yeah. at the counter ordering and, and Hannah's just like ripping on Dorinda for just basically eating sauce. Like, no, she's not ordering a burger. She's just having sauce. She's like, having sauce. I also died at the So Rikers it's fun and Island. playful. I like that. The Rikers Island thing also killed me. Where she's like, I want to have my birthday. You know that thing they're doing at Rikers? And she's like, you what, mom? You mean Randall's Island? So great. So great. Classic Dorinda. Um, Should we get into um, the party and getting ready for the party? Let's do it. Or do we have anything else we need to mention before that? I think we mentioned Um, it all. So far. We mentioned it all. Okay, so we're going to a Halloween party. Luann is setting it up. Um, Luann and... Uh, Leah are getting ready together. And Jill uh, Zarin. And Jill Zarin. You know how much I love Jill Zarin. We love and Jill. So this was such a pleasure to see her on my screen. Um, also, these women, none of these women dressed for a voodoo party at all, except for Sonia and Luann, maybe, and Leah. The rest of the ladies were just witches. Right. Right. And, and it's like if Dorinda was a skeleton? Yeah, Dorinda was like a skeleton. Leah was like a zombie, <laughs> which I got. Leah's was like a zombie kind of like voodoo doll thing. I got that. Right. Dor- Dorinda just put like on a skeleton outfit. But outfits aside, loved the idea of the theme. Um, loved seeing Jill Zarin back. Uh, we got to, didn't her man come with her too? We got to see him as well. He looked so shy and sweet, but <laughs> obviously makes me miss, you know, Bobby. Mm. Shout out to Bobby. Miss- mm Best house um, husband in New York history, easily. In history, in history. Yep. Um, but uh, th- when they get to the party, it's it first. There is Ramona, of course, and she is there with Missy, and it's drama that Missy has been brought because, as we all know, Tom used to date Missy, and Tom is Luann's now ex-husband, and is the reason she went off the deep end with her drinking and had the, you know legal issues that she had in the recent years wasn't tom seen with missy at the regency while he was with lou um that would be correct yeah not great to bring missy but ramona knows what she's doing ramona loves to play it like she doesn't know what's happening oh i had no idea or oh i just forgot it was an innocent mistake no No, she's insidious i really believe that ramona does these things intentionally Oh, 100%. She's trying to get a rise out of these women. Yep. Or in this case, she's trying to like make her 
I this is okay. I think she brought Missy honestly because it was Luann's party and she wanted to go to Omar's with her friends after. So she felt like if she brought Missy, they would make Missy feel uncomfortable enough to right. want to leave early. And so she was like, "Well, I'm just going to leave with Missy then because if you guys are going to be rude to Missy, then I'm going to leave with Missy." And then she had her easy out for the Omar party and then wouldn't get in trouble for leaving early. But that didn't happen. But that's that's how my mind went, which is like I have the mind of Ramona, so I can I can work through this sketch ass plan myself. I didn't even think about that, but that's exactly what Ramona was trying to game out. And I love yeah. that it didn't work out that way. It actually worked in the inverse. Everyone just bullied the shit out of Ramona. Yeah. And so Ramona <laughs> felt uncomfortable, so she had to leave and Missy had to tag along. Yeah, but that was the plan. Yes. See, that thing, the scary thing is, is, like, as much as I, like, hate Ramona... I she is a Scorpio and I know how her mind works and I and I and she's an unevolved Scorpio so it's like oh honey I would have done that five years ago and no that didn't work I did try that six the thing um, with Ramona is that she wants to both be the smartest person in the room but also the person who makes these innocent mistakes yeah she wants to be the dumbest and the smartest and in reality she is like the dumbest smart one basically because. It's like, yeah, you had this elaborate plan to pull off this, like, psyops, right? Yeah. And it did not work out at all. So, like, you're you're pulling together these, like, machinations that could seem kind of intelligent. But it's like, you didn't actually think about the fact that Lou, at this point, doesn't want to get into some tiff with Missy. No. So your plan didn't work. And it was never going to work. Lou doesn't want to seem like she's still being bothered by Tom. Tom. Yeah, yes. exactly. And we could have told you that, Ramona. Yeah, we it's need so to let her know. Maybe I should just maybe you I should, should consult do, her. I should. I was going to say should I do a boot camp with Ramona and be like, "Honey, let's talk about what your plan is and let's work it in the right way." If you do a boot camp, that's a one-time fee. You got to be a consultant. Oh, true. Yeah. So she needs you 365 as like a life consultant. Yep. God, I would And frankly, would Ramona try. wouldn't learn shit from a boot camp. Let's be yeah, real. That's true. She'd be like she on her be, phone. She'd leave be, early to go to honor. Omar's. I need to do accountability training for like personality. <laughs> I'm going to be the Teddy Mellencamp of account personality accountability. And my first client is Ramona Singer. Second client is Kelly Dodd. Um, oh my I'm god! What if you form- did a business called Scorpio Accountability, where you just were an accountability coach to Scorpios? I would. You know who I would have be an investor in that? Who? Yeah. Fellow Scorpio, Bethany Frankel. Yes. I love that for well, you. Well, then I'll, right now from Bravo, all I have is Ramona and Brandy. <sighs> they need accountability. So, no, Brandy's doing her thing right, bitch. <laughs> and, you know, we love Brandy. Uh, oh, which to, reminds me that Beverly Hills is coming back. Ooh, ooh, ooh. A, um, a former guest on The Real Housewives of New York as well. Let's not forget. That's the history that right there. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Um, okay, so where were we with this party? Um, yeah, Ramona tried to do this plan with Missy. Didn't go as you know she had thought. Um, Sonia shows up. Sober. Sonia shows up. Um, Sober Sonia. Yeah, she's been pre-gaming with her with her staff. She's had like <laughs> before she comes to this party. She's listing out the drinks. I think she's had at least seven drinks before she's gotten to the party. Yeah. And I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> but like, I haven't had seven drinks before a party in at least three years. The thing is, when you have seven drinks before you go to a party, you're not planning 
on staying at the party for two no hours. it's like it's like oh i'm i'm having more fun pre-gaming with my friends i'm yeah. gonna stop off at this party and then we're right. gonna go home exactly one thing i realized about sonia is that the higher her voice gets the more fucked up she is i want to talk to you about the yes yes so think back to a stone cold sober sonia moment one of my favorites uh confessional over the Turks and Caicos trip when she's talking about Ramona being such a shit show. Yeah. And she's like, Ramona, she's green to the game. She's green to the game. This is after the whole fiasco where she brought the guy home. Okay. So that's when she's stone cold sober. Yeah. Flash forward to this episode. She is just wasted. Mm-hmm. And I forget even what she says, but her voice is pitched high. Oh. I'm going to go through it because I do remember what she said. And it yeah, please give us some quotes. Fantastic. And I just realized that that's a huge difference between sober Sonia and drunk Sonia. And that's, how, that's the tell if you couldn't tell from anything else. It's, yeah. Um, it, it's, I've, I've noticed that too. Her voice goes to just a higher pitch when she's Super drunk. High. Um, but it's great. Um, we have Dorinda's there. We have um, Luann comes. We've got Leah. Leah brings Rob. And we have that funny moment where Rob's like, I'm just here small, like, because everyone's like towering over him. And they're like, oh, well, they're just tall ladies. And then we have the moment where Dorinda like almost gets into what happened with Leah and Rob. And she's like, so let's cut to the, like, cut to the chase. Why didn't you two work out? And they're like, uh, 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 it was funny. I think it was about to happen too. We were going to get the answer, but Dorinda cuts it off. She's like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. She's like, I, I don't really need it. I don't really need it. Um. I do like that Luann is bothered that Missy is there, but doesn't really do anything about it. Like, I like that she's kind of gotten over it. It's a mature moment for Luann, and I'm really proud of her for it. Um, yeah, um, then we get into the dinner. Um, so they have, like, all these food and stuff, and they're going to sit down and have a meal. And Dorinda decides to make a speech. Mm-hmm. And she begins, as a woman in power. Mm-hmm. If you had a friend who comes up to you and something seems off and they just straight up say, are you drunk? Are you drinking right now? How drunk are you? It's rude, right? Basically calling out for Ramona for what she did minutes earlier. So, of course, you know, Ramona's first thing to come after Dorinda is, are you drunk? Because as you know, Dorinda drinks. Dorinda drinks a lot. Right. Um, And so, obviously, if I keep hearing this year after year after year after year and it's like, I'm not drunk and my friend's just being a bitch. Like, I'm going to call them out too. Mind you, I probably wouldn't do it during a speech in front of everyone at a party. Um, But, you know, she decides to do it here because it is Housewives and she knows how to make a good-ass show. Um, That she she does. But she starts going into Ramona and, you know, drunk Sonia decides to chime on in. Right, well, Um, she's laying into Ramona about how Ramona treats Sonia and Elise in that very same speech she's like oh, I forget exactly what she says but she's basically like oh yeah you treat Sonia terribly and then Sonia's like yeah treat me terribly and she's like she's- you ignore Elise and then like Elise comes over and has the private conversation with Ramona like I still love you like we'll, we'll get through it whatever they say um it's so bad shit. it's just not a speech frankly it's not a speech it's just like scorched earth i'm going to attack you in front of everyone and i love every minute of it it's dorinda's best speech since tom and luann's engagement party if you remember (laughs) that one (laughs) 
I mean, no one really remembers what she said during that no. one, but we all remember that she made a speech. Yes. Um, she slurred something. There was for something two coming out of her mouth for a little bit. But this um, is equally as iconic, but for different reasons. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, then, and Sonia is just so drunk. And then we get the, we, I don't know if this was before or after we get the scene of um, Sonia talking about Leah and she's like, oh, I like her, but she's weird. She's <laughs> yeah. a weirdo. And Leah's pretty drunk as well. And she's like, I'm a weirdo. And they come and they go face to face. And they're like, I'm a weirdo. We're artists. We don't take nothing from no one. And they're like having this bonding moment where they're like screaming in each other's faces, which I thought was kind of cute. And Leah's like, so I guess me and Sonia are cool now because it didn't seem like Sonia and Leah were getting together at first. Um, there was a little bit of tension there. Um, but now it seems like they, they kind of both are on the same vibe. Sonia realizes that, you know, this woman's very smart. She knows things. Um, as she was saying about uh, Leah. I think Leah um, put it well. She knows how to speak drunk Sonia. Yes. Um, they got to reel each other in. They're reeling each other right, in. Right, right. Um, exactly. Don't get defensive around drunk Sonia. She's going to say some things that may feel uh, attacking. In many ways, on the surface, definitely attacking, right? Calling you a weirdo, saying that you need to reel yourself in. Just don't get defensive about it. Just play with it. And... At the end, you'll be lovey-dovey. <laughs> exactly. We'll all work out in the end. Um, with a kiss from Sonia and a, a shot from the bar. Um, okay, so uh, Ramona leaves the party after she's offended. Uh, of course, she has to go to Omar's and all the ladies are giving her crap about it. Then we have a moment of Leah kind of going crazy with her drinking again. And it seems like Rob's a little bit concerned. She's like pulling out the the octopus and like, going out the seafood tower and going like, ah, and going crazy in the middle of it being like, Sonia, you need to meet Rob. No, you need to meet Rob. Like with the octopus in hand, like totally shutting off the drunk side of herself and being like, I need you to meet my, my man. But then she tells Sonia to like hook up with him. And she's like, you two should hook up. Like it's, it's a lot. <laughs> that uh, would be interesting. And it wouldn't be the I, first time that two New York housewives shared the same man. So, and yeah, it wouldn't be the first time Sonia was involved in that sort of, Thruple. Yeah, they all double dip. And, you know, usually it's just um, uh, Tom you know, D'Agostino Harry. and Harry Tom Dubin. Tom yeah. I was going to say Harry Dubin, but you know, Tom D'Agostino. It's both of them. Um, both of them, yes. Yeah. There's probably others that we don't know about. I think they've both slept with a minimum of three New York housewives. Yes, they yeah. have. Each of them has the, the, the Holy Trinity, Luann, Sonia, and Ramona. Once he had all three, you got it going. And Harry also obviously was with Aviva. Aviva. Um, so he's done four. But, uh, yeah, and then the, this episode, it kind of ends. There's no really, like, major drama besides everyone is against Ramona. Uh, Which is great. It looks, looks like next episode's going to be great. We go back to the berserk shirts. We always know that's a good time. Uh, and it looks like everyone's going to kind of come after Dorinda for her drinking at the berserk shirts. This is going to be an intervention. I don't know. She doesn't seem too happy about it. Like, now of all times, what? <laughs> I mean... She seems you know, better, at least, in the last two episodes, but whatever. You know what these ladies are like. They they don't want to let things go. They don't want anyone to have a, a, be safe. It's like, if someone's getting called out, we're all going to get called out. Oh, very quickly before we sign out here, what did you think about Avery's little moment in the confessional? Oh, let's just talk about all the confessionals really quick. That's how we'll end this, because i got to talk about this. At-home confessionals, this is the first time we've seen it mm -hmm. in an actual Housewives setting. Um. For the most part, they were great. Luann, terrible sound and acting a storm. 
Dorinda seemed like she was doing a parody of the housewives. Like she was like doing her own at home. Like this is me doing a housewives parody. Um, Ramona's was actually pretty good. Leah's was the best one. Yes. Sonia was, Sonia was great, but Leah, Leah took the cake for the at home confessionals. I thought it was, she did amazing. A total natural. Um, yeah. Uh, but I did love in also Ramona. Uh, sorry. Sonia looks the best she's ever looked. She looks fantastic. I gotta say California did wonders on her Palm Springs, whatever she, retreat I've been she was juicing. at. I've been juicing. She looks fantastic. <laughs> um, and then we have, uh, what's her face? Um, Avery loved the Avery moment. I thought that's perfect. That's exactly how it should be. You know what I mean? Like that's real. And, uh, Avery's right. It's like, what, like, Ramona, why are you wasting this energy on Elise? Clearly, you're the one fueling flames to the fire. Elise clearly was over it at this episode. She was like, let's just make up. It's fine. I love you. You look hot. Like, whatever. And Ramona's like, I'm not doing this right now. I have too much on my plate. So it's like, girl, you're the one that's putting all this energy in it. Listen to your daughter and get over it. I do love that if you're going to have the housewives set up their own camera and sound and, and film from home, like you said, make it as real as possible. And yeah. that was super real. real. Um, I mean, you had Avery there just like washing your hands. <laughs> She's like, Mom, I'm going to make, I'm making a sandwich. So like, please don't interrupt <laughs> me. Like do whatever you're doing. Also, I bet the editors were so mad at Luann for messing up the sound because clearly they sent equipment over yes. to the housewives. You could tell yes. the camera quality was consistent. Yes. Luann must have messed up in the setup. And I'm sure they sent them directions too. The background was weird. I don't know. Hers was just weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It was a good episode. It was a good episode back. It was fun. I liked that they did kind of like a, a more fun episode. It didn't move forward really any plot. We didn't have to worry about any of that. Uh, it was just a welcome back to the New York Housewives. And I enjoyed it. I love the new taglines. And I'm excited for the Berserkshires next week. Um, if you guys want to make sure you don't miss a single thing that we've got, make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening right now, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. We're also on social media. If you want to find us there, you can search at H-O-T in B-R-E-V-O-D. That's at Hot and Bravoed. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin, M-A-H. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me there. And we will see y'all next time.